0: And welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze aliens in short, controlled bursts. My name is John Engel.
1: And I'm Mitch Bryan. And today we are looking at minute number nine, which begins with Ripley in terrible pain yelling, kill me, and ends with Ripley apparently not understanding a picture of her old pal, Brett. Can't be that. And we're back again with Jason Heck. Thank you for staying, hanging in there, getting us to the inquest and uh, into some extra special stuff today.
2: Someone call for a hero? No. Well, no, we didn't. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm here anyway, shitbird. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here, and yeah, I'm right. going to uh, I'm gonna talk about aliens. We're going to talk about this this crazy scene where we start talking to ICC guys and insurance guys and colonial administration guys. But and, first we want to talk about her screaming, kill me. And a very evidently a suicidal Ripley, maybe she hates hospital food.
0: That—that's what this is. <laughs> so
2: it's an allegory. We came up with
0: another. We came up with another <laughs> alternative.
1: Well, you thought, John, that she was saying, "Help me." I right? did. I th-
0: I watched it multiple times. I could have sworn she said it. No, she says. She Help says, me. "Please kill me." Interesting. Which obviously we will
2: hit on again later in the movie, which is why it it definitely makes sense. But notice the we have. If you're analyzing her lip and tongue action, when she says that line, you will see that it's the, oh, kill, not help. Interesting. So it's her psyche. Screaming I owned now. an M41A pulse rifle, so obviously <laughs> oh I know God. of yes, what I speak. I, Ugh, I said boy. this several this days is, ago. You said it several times since. Well, what I'm just saying it was $1,400 <laughs> that was stolen from me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was really, guys, it was really awesome. It was full metal replica. It was really awesome. Thompson parts. Spots 12. I mean, it was. It was if you, do you want to do a. Break? Really? Thompson Parts? Yeah. It was. It was. It was I. Why do you think it was fourteen hundred dollars? I don't
0: know. I don't know. Expensive
2: guys, plastic. I don't know. Do you
0: guys want to do a bonus episode about Jason's Jason's gun? Gun. We can do that. I have but, pictures
2: uh... of me holding it. I have pictures of me walking it on a leash. I have pictures of me sleeping next to it. It listened to me when I had troubles. We got oh a little God. house together. So, oh, it's so getting a sad. Someone stole it. Somebody stole it. That is terrible. <laughs> That's all I'm that is saying. terrible. That's when I, I opened my so car. Somewhere out it was there. gone. You know what I said? I said, "Please kill me." Because it was gone, which brings us back to our minute with Ripley screaming, please kill me as doctors rush in restraining her. And they don't quite get what the big medical emergency is. But we have an inkling, don't we? We So
1: what's what's interesting is when she pulls back her her shirt, Mm. right, it's really not a chest burster as much as it is a a, stomach burster, a belly burster, burster. burster, yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was the name of that chili burger. You and you what's made.
1: really the other thing that's really interesting <laughs> is that it was inspired by this movie. Right, what's your famous chi- your four arm chili burger? <laughs> it happens so fast that you don't have time to think about the fact that we really know that these guys work in a particular way. The first thing they do is they blast a hole in your chest. Yes. The second thing they do is they pop out. The one thing they don't do is stretch through Slowly the skin. Slowly ooze out, sure. Stretch through the skin like a giant rubber thing sure. you know because right. it's it's a two-step
0: unless process. it was coming through your belt you know we talked about this when it happened to kane maybe it was lodged under his sternum and it had to do that little acid spit to, to break through the sternum, yeah right. Right? Kane, right it was like a,
2: squ- if, a blood squib going off right so it it been but been if, it her, was, if, if it was if it was somehow in her chest it was all, all
0: the way down into her maybe it worked its way down farther maybe it doesn't always, always come do we- out of your chest as long as can it come out of your butt Please, Mitch. I know.
1: Please. I just you're what the a one way to who, go. You're now the, you're in
2: Dreamcatcher territory. You're the one <laughs> with the shit weasels.
1: <laughs> you're the one that got me thinking about the fact that it could come out of other parts of your body. Well, if if it,
0: you started it. I, I mean, I guess coming out of your butt would be probably preferable. Well, to, yeah, to this. you wouldn't you have to. You might survive. You might survive. It's it's about the size. I mean, I think I've I think I've succeeded in something oh, about John. John.
1: John. For God's sake. Even say. after one of your chili oh, burgers. Now you have to edit that. Good <laughs> yeah. Lord. Well, you're not- how in the world is that worse? <laughs>
2: well, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If a woman can dilate enough to push out an infant, an eight pound yeah, infant. it's
1: true. It's true.
2: But this is the bot. This is something for which your body is not exactly preparing. No, that is that so. Is true. It is alien going in and alien coming is, out. Right, right. Right. So no, I'm going to say that you don't ever poop it out. You certainly don't birth it out. However it comes out, angle, it's going to be gross, <laughs> it's going to be traumatic, and it's going to be blood and tears and screaming.
1: Which is so amazing yeah. that we don't get I mean, any of that. If we just get the thing starting. The, you the, see the shape of it, and you start to go, oh my God, it's going to come all the way out, a, and then,
2: boom, she wakes up. Little and whiff it's of a great,
1: mm-hmm. great, little trip. whiff of
2: Cronenberg yes, in that image. very much so. I mean, blood, Look. body horror, strong, you know, elastic skin. Yeah. They, well, uh, yeah, yeah if she, yeah, if yeah. it had been a Betamax tape, it would have been perfect Cronenberg. <laughs> but honestly, you're right, that's... that's our first clue that this might be a dream because that's not how her experience, that's not how they come out. Right. Um, What, but in her nightmares, that's how they come out. Right. So, um, but it turns out it's, it's only a dream. It's just a dream. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm.
1: and she sits up, in this darkened room and that's when i noticed the window oh to the right which looks like a painting you it's mean the no, painting to the right yes it's a painting it's no <laughs> it longer a painting. it's no a longer is it a window Angle,
2: you, you I, are the worst excuse god i swear to god that is clearly a, a window with a terrible matte painting behind it it was a window it's not her, even a man not not even a map painting. Right, it's, it's just a, a poster painting. Yeah. in her
0: dream yeah. which it was just a dream right it was it was a, a window, window. In, in, reality, the, in reality it's, just, it's a just a bad painting well you think she they gave this like space trucker a real nice room with a view no yeah. she's she's down oh, really? in, so, so, like, in the core of the ship no window despite
2: the fact that a corporate guy made a special trip to bring her back her cat that's that's some special yeah, treatment right he's, there he's the lowest level and
1: despite the fact I that mean, we have video technology that can create like a hologram kind of yeah, thing so, but
0: instead she got this
1: flat dead hey. painting that's of the space station i'm not winged. making
0: excuses for the the economic problems of healthcare here i mean there's not, not easy the funding to be isn't there well, for everyone to have a window don't
1: look too fast don't look too long at it is all i am saying because yeah. it's it's the it's <laughs> it's yeah. not real convincing which is so funny because it just shows you what lighting can do mm-hmm. the fact that when the previous scene was lit in such a way that the lights from the inside were bouncing off of that glass window you had these extra reflections and I thought, oh yeah,
2: that's that distorts it just enough. Yeah,
1: there's the earth out there and the spaceship when but when you're like this and you kinda hang on it,
2: it's a little dodgy. That's all I'm saying. It's Ooh. rough to be it's rough I mean Mitch's kids suffer from this also, this perfectionist mania of mm-hmm. Mitch. You know?
0: That's <laughs> why none of their right? paintings That's why they're are good both enough. Olympic champions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just pushes them. Pushes oh. them too far. Well, let me ask this question, and I don't know. I don't know if this question makes sense, and I am sure Jason will get really like annoyed by it. But um, <laughs> don't ask it, Angle. As a screenwriter, Mitch, are is it not kind of a sketchy thing to give the audience a bunch of new information in a dream? Like, isn't that kind of a weird way to convey new information to the audience, and then have them? We've just revealed that everything the, this horrible experience you had of okay, the chest so here's, is not real. So here
1: is the literal. Yeah, here is the literal. Um, overthought studio note okay well this was all a dream and she got all this crucial information in that dream so how do we know whether what he told her was real or not right. and the answer to that is nobody thinks about that in the moment right you might are- think about that later or if you're looking at the thing one minute at a time like I don't know who the hell would do something like that but yeah, I, but I think it's fine, right? Because we don't worry about it. We're, we're moving right along. It,
0: right. You know, we, and I never have until this. And this is where I think that maybe we're perhaps we're doing a disservice to society by having shows like this. I do think it is this over-analytical oh, world I know. we live in. I know. because I know. Okay. Retconning so I know. And retconning and prequels and all that crap. I hated yes. this movie. I hated this movie. But in Batman versus Superman, there's a scene where Bruce Wayne receives some vital information and then he wakes up from a dream. Yeah. And I honestly, I didn't care. You know, I movie was stupid anyway, but I didn't care. <laughs> Just a movie about that part of it. And yeah. then I, I kept seeing people complain about this particular yeah. nitpick. Make this particular nitpick. Anybody you got information who, in a dream. That's well, ridiculous. Anybody okay. who like, would waste time
2: nitpicking Batman versus Superman Dawn oh, of Justice. Uh,
1: um, conversely, I would suggest some guys that the, doing a show. <laughs> I would con. Oh I would God. conversely suggest maybe that a movie that's as bad as Batman versus Superman then sort of deserves having you think well, about that. But Aliens is building up so much goodwill up to this exactly. point. And it hasn't, you know, this is the first time it's lied to us, i.e. revealed this is a dream. And we really separate the information that she received from Burke mm. with the trauma of this imagined, dreamed, chest-bursting thing. That's my long-winded sort of justification for it. But mm-hmm. I think the truth is, is that it's a good movie and it's built up enough goodwill that we're, you know, it's just exposition and we
2: are on to the next thing that before you That you don't know r- mind a little sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It's it, it, it doesn't seem like it's cheaping out by doing yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And right. it is really the, it's kind of the cheapest trick that it plays and it plays it pretty early in the in the game. Yeah, you're right. So there's not going to be any, any BS after this yeah I, I
0: buy and you, that and you know the only information we're really getting is this like one number about i mean it could explain his erroneous uh odds you know <laughs> it, was all in a, it was all just a, dream. a dream but you know all we get is this number right 57 years that's um, really the only information we get and i guess it doesn't matter the specific of that i mean you dream things all the time that are Well, and she could relate to your life in some way, but they don't necessarily have to be accurate. Just all we need to know is that a lot of times passed.
1: And then there's almost 30 seconds of her just sitting with the cat kind of recovering emotionally from this terrible dream. You know, the the nurse asks her med tech asks if she she wants something to help her sleep. And she says, you know, I've slept enough Mm -hmm. and she's clutching Jones to her. And again, I feel like it's the filmmaker. The goodwill of the filmmaker saying, "All right, we're going to give this as a much emotional weight as we can in her recovery from it, because the scene isn't really about the exposition now. It's 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 about the trauma, right? And it's followed up by a scene that's going to reiterate, if not if not exactly literally what he has said, it's going to certainly make it clear that it's been a long time since this trauma, this ship got blown up and these people mm-hmm. died, and and so it reinforces the the exposition in a way that makes us kind of forget about." Yeah. Burke said being part of a dream
0: and and it, it i guess it's we should point out that the nurse says again like having trouble sleeping again yeah which implies that the perhaps this dream has happened multiple times and that's in the treatment um, too Bad yeah dreams so, again so yeah which makes
2: you wonder why she's still in the hospital
0: i mean right why why is she sleeping in the hospital
2: Why? Is, i mean she's but they're not treating her for anything are they uh, well, how many how many it days depends on if
0: what he says in the dream is true i guess how many days has the she been disorientation been yeah. yeah okay I mean, it doesn't matter. All that matters is that we know it's been a long time. Uh, she's been gone a long time, and it's she's got trauma. That's and it. And she's ready to get out of there. She's ready to stop sleeping. So yeah. however mm-hmm. long she's been there, she's not staying in there any longer. And she's telling Jones, it's over. We can move on with life. And then here's where we're going to start talking about a little director's cut. Right. Um, so I like the transition here in the director's cut. She's holding Jones. Everything's settled down after this crazy scene. She says, I don't want to sleep anymore. I'm ready, basically saying I'm ready to get on with it. Jones, it's over. Dissolve into a, like, nice soft dissolve into a park, and she's sitting on a park bench. I like that. But then we pan right, and we start to see that she's still on the space station. And if Burke walks in and says, all right, kiddo, um, it's time for the inquest, come on. And this is just like the waiting room for the inquest, I'm fine. But here, this is where we're going to get into this whole scene that's in the director's cut. And I do not like this at all. Well, here's how it's here is here's its genesis, okay, okay,
1: from the treatment, which is um I'm just gonna go back to the treatment one more time. Vidphone room, satellite station, beta, this is in the treatment. The med tech helps Ridley place Ripley, sorry, Ridley. The med tech helps Ripley place a vidphone call to her daughter. The conversation is short and devastating. Ripley remembers her daughter as a bright ten year old living with her ex husband before her last trip out she is unprepared to see an arthritically crippled old woman who icily accuses her of abandoning her when she chose her life in space. Even after 60 years, the pain and loss well forth, and the image of Ripley unchanged by the years only triggers hatred in the old woman Ripley clicks off. So that's how it was proposed in The Treatment. It was going to actually be a big old fight, an argument between...
2: That's pretty grim to have the beginning of your movie. Yeah. Right. Well, so is that. That's this. that's a that's I, I get that. That's just that is an emotional sucker punch after the relief of her recovery and her 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 salvaging and finding and her, you know, being brought back to health it, in the it's, hospital. It's definitely yeah. It's one thing for wow.
1: for the scene to play as it does in the director's cut, where it's a scene about guilt. Like you never got to meet your daughter, and she died before you got here, because that's what Carter Burke comes in and tells her. He says your daughter was this age and she's died and you know here's where she's buried and and Ripley's really sad because I didn't get to see her I was supposed to be back for her birthday and I never even got back for that and so it's all on Ripley it's all Mm -hmm. guilt to have that scene play out where somebody actually accuses Ripley straight up and says pretty early you screwed me you've been a terrible parent and I have suffered for 70 years because of what a terrible parent you are and I'm still alive and I hate you, and I'm a gnarled, arthritic, horrifying mess. I mean, it will never be resolved in right. any way, I'm shape, or form. Head. No matter what she does, it will never be resolved. So, rather than leaving that hanging as this thing that is still ongoing but can't be fixed, better to say
2: she's dead, and which know. would give her nothing to fight for either. You know, it's like, yeah. what? Well, why am I going out there when you know she's my there. daughter she's has a- just told me she doesn't care if I live or die. What's the point of my continuing? Where, I got to go see her. If, right.
1: You should go spend time with her. There's your hero.
2: Her yeah, have a game of catch with your 66 year old arthritic daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. But right. or space ball well, go, or whatever they yeah,
0: Go change your yeah. Go help her. <laughs> go change <laughs> your change diaper. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, less When I last saw you, I was changing your diapers, and here the kid. <laughs> right. Right. And that that would not have been a particularly interesting movie. No. I don't think. Well, I just don't. I mean, <laughs> this time it's war. <laughs> 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 right, right, yeah So, I mean, to me Yeah, I think what you're saying about this There's kind of two sucker punches here There's actually three, because the inquest isn't so pleasant either for right, you, right, right So we get these three in a row She's traumatized by her memories of the, of the alien, the chestburster She gets decimated by the loss of a family member Which we didn't know about at all After watching her through an entire movie Called Alien Then we get this inquest where they basically tell her she's full of shit And then she's then what then she's has to start a life here right, and now, it's terrible congratulations. it's also bleak here's your forklift license and right, to me enjoy your life to me it's just better let's just stay in ripley the ripley we know let's just keep the ripley we know there's no reason to create this broader world for her to me because we already know ripley we we love ripley she's been through a lot she's not to blame for anything and thematically this you know aliens survival right aliens about survival you're getting just get to the end and get away and live we are already adding a layer later when we see now it's becoming about as much about what's funny is that this movie is a slightly maybe slightly more psychologically complex than alien and that we have the theme of survival the same as alien but we always have redemption it's a redemption redemption recovery traumatic recovery right well i don't need her to redeem herself for being a shitty mom to do that i need her to just help someone else survive that's right. really all i need so to me this is all superfluous and this is all added stuff that then makes me ask questions about ripley that i don't want to ask like the stuff that she would have her daughter would have accused her of had she called her and i don't want that i'm i'm saying where's the dad what why is she going on deep space missions she says 11th birthday but if you i can't somebody out there in facebook on facebook help me with the math here because i can't figure out how this all mathematically makes sense based on the information you see on the photograph, you see the date of birth and date of death. We get the information, mathematical information from Burke. We know it was twenty one, twenty two. The events of alien. We know this is uh, uh, fifty seven years later, right? Or just say it doesn't add up, and you don't. have to It, do just, it doesn't just doesn't add up. I mean, matter. if unless, well, you know, somebody out there wants it to add up, they're going to come and say, "Well, it does add up," or something. Awesome. I like you Got to hear figure
1: it. out how long they're in the freezer,ino, you know, and the yeah. There's all sorts of things, factors you got to figure into it. So.
0: It just seems to me mm. like she left her kid for about eight years. So right. I'm not. I don't want to think that about Ripley. That she's just abandons her kid to go on this job. I don't know. I could be more complex than that. But then I'm asking more questions. And it's not a great. job. I don't right. want all this stuff. It's not like she's a doctor going
2: to, to save a planet that's you know, in, treated with some awful that's hit with some horrible disease. It's not like she's going off to to discover a new world to, to for Earth to colonize. Right. She's a truck driver. Right. So yeah, if if that's the case, it's, you know, I'm going off for, you know, it's imagine over the road trucker saying, "Well, you know, Billy, I'll I'll be back in 8 years. Uh, I got to get these uh got to get these tires to the tire recycling place over in uh over in Raleigh, North Carolina. I'll be back in 8 years." Oh, okay. Right. So it's sort of the same. If yeah. if 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 we want to think that little of her, which this sort of sets up the possibility that we would. I get why based on later discoveries in the movie why setting her up as a mother who's lost a child in a sense Is obviously, but but maybe, you know, maybe it is a little too heavy.
1: Sometimes that simple idea, that simple is not the best idea. You know, sometimes by saying, see, and here's her thing. She was was a mother and her mother died. And so now she's got this thing and she wants to, you know, it's like, okay, you can pitch that. But if you really have to go after it, it might not be as easy as you think. It might create a lot of questions you don't want to ask. And suck
2: up time. The, well, yeah. In your cool. roller coaster of a movie that you don't want the audience breathing or, or having a rest or slowing down your exposition. You know, what we need to know is she blew the ship. She survived. She's here. Nobody believes her. And she's got a score to settle. uh, And a terrible
1: company wants to hold her liable for what
2: we know was a completely justifiable and the only possible act she took. We're going to dock your wages for the next 57 years to pay for the ship you blew up, essentially.
0: And, you know, if you're wanting to add a maternal element to the Ripley character, I don't think it's necessary to actually make her a mother. I don't think it's Mm. too far of a stretch to just say she has an instinct. I mean... I think it's reductive somewhat to say that she has to have been a mother to care I, about I, a child. I job. totally agree. It's so, it's, ne- it's very much sort of stupid movie thought, you know? And to me, this is, I mean, some, some people might disagree. I, this would be an interesting discussion to have later down the line. I'm sure I'll have it. Uh, but I just made into a female. Uh, it worked fine because everybody in that movie was kind of, you know, interchangeable. It didn't really matter. Right. In this case, we're, we could have been in danger of having her be a stereotypical male action hero that just happens to be cast by a woman, I like that there's, I mean, women, that's not to say that women have to be defined that way in movies, but we did, they did in this movie, and I'd rather it be subtle, instinctive, than have it be heavy-handed, she's defined as a literal mother. there's also an alien queen, so, yes, so there's so, a mirror.
1: So there. There, there's plenty of mother motifs right. going through this without her having to be a literal mother. Exactly. So it's, so, so we're, we're good. Yeah. So there We, we know that the theatrical version is better than the creative, no yes, matter again. what James Cameron says. And, I, and I'll just... <laughs>
2: oh, you love sentry guns. <laughs> yes, we like sentry guns. We do like sentry guns.
0: guns. I put that one scene back in, but we'll get to that yes, way ahead. way later. Way later. Um, but, you know, you know, here in a few more minutes, we're going to have to... And it's crazy that he front-loaded... I mean, he didn't do it, you know, on purpose, but... He put these new, big, bulky new scenes, front-loaded them into the movie, and we're not to the next one yet, but good God, it takes up a chunk of time and pushes everything, all these story points we need to have sooner are way too late in this movie, if you ask me, if you're watching the director's cut.
1: Well, let's get to that scene uh, coming up after we see Yafakoto's face, and she turns and says something about,
0: I don't understand. I don't
1: understand. And the minute ends, and I want to get on and talk about that scene. So, okay.
0: That's going to do it for minute number nine. Um, you can find us as usual at alienminute.com or on Instagram at Alien Minute Podcast or Twitter at Alien minute Pod. You know, you already know about iTunes and everything, so I'm going to skip it for today. Um, we'll see you tomorrow for minute number 10.